And that's that. That's that. A uh, deserved result. Rita, can you turn that down for me? Hi. Hi. Hello. How are you? Oh, wrong one. Sorry. My bad. Wrong one. Project Game Day post-game show. One of the more inexplicable Project Game Day post-game shows that we will have ever done. As the Ravens didn't bother to show up. Never got things going. And ultimately fall tonight in Miami. <laughs> I still can't. I mean, I... I don't I don't know. I don't know. That's the that's the NFL chick, Sarita Hubbard. You know her. I'm Glenn Clark. Project Game Day postgame show is brought to you by Window Nation, Glory Days Grill, and Underdog Fantasy Football. And I've got nothing to say. I mean, I we'll we'll say it anyway, but I got nothing to say. This um This is this is one of the all time dog performances in Ravens history. I mean, this is one of the all time Somebody brought up um Jacksonville 2011 and it does remind me a lot of that um it does remind me a lot of that game although um the Ravens defense was way better than this trash that is on the field um tonight so um yeah man everybody's trash dog <laughs> like i mean let's just get it out there glenn like the i think it, the shame of it is that you guys are getting us after we've gone through the accepted we've yeah been, we've, I, you know i was going through the motions in yeah the year we've, we've we've been through all the steps like we've gone through the whole steps program tonight as we've been watching the yes. game and unfortunately we took acceptance some time ago so some of our piss and vinegar is out like we've just already moved on to acceptance of what it is and it's garbage. It's I mean, that's, garbage. That's what it is. It's, it's garbage. Garbage. There, there is inevitably a conversation that be had about is this one night and just what happens. No, because no, Glenn, because we just saw this before the bye week against the Bengals. We saw a, a similarly inept performance all around um, on offense as well as defense just three weeks ago. So no, this is not an anomaly. This is a problem. This team has a problem. The defense can't tackle the defense is always confused the offensive line is bad L Lamar is not having a good night then 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 there's inevitably no there yes. there's, there's no, no hope, hope. Yeah. so um this is a problem uh, th what you just and said is 100 percent they they can they are not capable of winning a game if Lamar Jackson isn't on they, they, well they I don't want to say that right because the same mm, god the Chargers game I, I I'm sorry guys it's, I I can't get San Diego just out just because they moved three years all ago. good all good the Chargers game yep. Lamar did not play exceptionally I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't well brilliant he, he wasn't yeah. he wasn't horrible but he wasn't I, I'm, what I mean is if he has a bad night, right. you need a bad night. Right. If he, if has, he a, has a bad night, they can't overcome correct. that. They correct. They don't do enough things well to be able to overcome They do that. not. And especially on defense, they don't do enough things well. And um, we saw – I think the Ravens gave up the Dolphins' longest play of the season um, in the uh, earlier – Well, and then they did it – then they broke the record at the end of the game. And then they broke the record at the end of the game. So I'm tired of people looking confused. I'm tired of people not understanding what their assignment is. Um, I am tired of the offense of line not doing their job I have been a very um good proponent of Greg Roman up until today and I'm going to try to not it, it, I don't because I keep seeing people on the timeline saying fire Greg, Greg Roman as if Greg Roman has not done well generally this season I think that 
both things can be true. I think that for the most part, he's done good with play calling, and I think tonight he sucked. They have ass. a they have a what? Well, no, it was terrible tonight. It was they, awful. They, they have a real problem related to Greg Roman. They have a real problem when your what your coordinator is good at is a run offense, and you can't run the ball. Right, which has like, been the problem. For the most part, all year. Correct. Well, and essentially, it's come down to can Lamar Jackson save them, right? And if he and can't, that's when correct. they struggle. Correct. And by the way, it's probably going to come down to that more. Like what? I don't think there's going to be a lot that's going to change. I don't. I, as I said all along, it's nice to think that Devontae Freeman a week ago was was going to be something, but it was impractical to feel as though there was really something to buy into with Devontae Freeman, right? It was impractical to believe that there was something to scratch with Devontae Freeman where he was going to be dynamic in any sort of way. It was always impractical to believe that this team was going to turn into a dynamic run offense team at some point in the second half. So so now it is what it is. The, the story is Lamar Jackson's got to be on. He's got to save you. Or you're not winning. Right. And the good news, like, this is a good news, bad news thing. The good news is he's Lamar Jackson, right? Like, he's going to do that sometimes. He's going to do that probably a lot of times. Right. You know, he did it already a few times this season. But the bad news is it 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 can't it can't be every game. It cannot. Can't. It cannot be every game, Glenn. Stop relying on just Lamar Jackson to be the guy to make plays. He can't. Once again, here we go. We're having another. You're right, but I'm not convinced that they're going to be able to. I know they can't. They that's the problem. They have right. to listen at six and two, and what this team has been able to do with what the losses that they've had has been amazing. However, at some point, those things start to um, pick up and they start to catch up with you. They don't have a, they don't have Brandon Williams. Okay, whatever how you feel about Brandon Williams, mm-hmm. but they but they still don't have a guy that they rely on up front. Yep. Their linebackers are not good. That has been the basically the consensus all year long. And you're down one because Malik Harrison. And then then and then you're that makes the secondary be um suspect because the the, the first two levels have some some issues. Mm-hmm. So you are already at a disadvantage defensively because you're down a Marcus Peters, because you're down a pretty good cover linebacker, right? You're already at a disadvantage. Now you look on the offensive side of the football and then you see all of the things that have happened since then, it losing Stanley. Now you don't have Macari, and then you don't have Ben Cleveland, and then you don't have your top running backs. And, and, and eventually those things start to pile up. Miami did do a good job defensively getting of, of after getting Lamar. after Lamar, yep. spying on Lamar. Those things are true. My problem, though, is, Glenn, that the Ravens did nothing to adjust those things. Troy Aikman said it on the national broadcast. Ian Badejo said it on the radio broadcast. What is it that Greg Roman was seeing that he felt like the flat or short the, passes? The, third, the first half third down calls were absolutely insane. I just don't we're understand insane. why if if a defense is thirtieth and, and pass and, and pass defense, why you why were you not attacking that defense that weakness? I can't understand that because that's what the Dolphins were doing. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins attacked the Ravens pass defense because that's their weakness. Mm-hmm. They don't. They obviously are top five against the run, but they stink against the pass. So what were they doing? They were trying to push the ball down the field. I don't understand what, why all of a sudden I went from complaining about them not 
um, doing short passes enough to now all of a sudden that's all y'all want to do is short passes. Explain that. And the in, Dolphins didn't even give you anything and again, to do in, that. And again, th- particularly in third down spots, right? Like it's one thing if you try to go for that on second down and it just doesn't work, it doesn't work. You're doing it on a third down with your life on the line, right? Like it, it was... And third and long on top correct. of that. That's correct. another thing. It wasn't even like third and three or some shit. Excuse my French, but yeah, I'm a little yeah, annoyed. Yeah, but, but it was like third and eight, third and nine. What the hell do y'all think is supposed to happen with that? And then you do throw a short pass on third and, and eight. You get five. On fourth down, you're at the 40, and you decide to punt the damn ball. John Harbaugh, Mr. Aggressive, decides uh, they, to uh, punt kick, the they ball. They kicked the field goal. They kicked the field goal. Oh, and I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. The, they, the, the missed field goal. Yep. It was the yep. missed field goal yep. that you decided to go for. Instead of going for it on fourth and three, with any other time, you probably would have gone for it. Why did you decide today was the day to play down to your opponent? You were conservative from the beginning. You came out conservative from the beginning. And then when they decide, when they finally figure out how to bottle up Devontae Freeman, because the first two series he ran well. And then after that, they 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 adjusted. Dolphins adjusted. Correct. The, they took away the run, made you try to pass, and then you want to keep giving these silly ass passes out in the flat that you really don't like to do any other time. And I'm just I'm I, I don't know what the plan was today. I don't know if y'all was out partying last night because a half of y'all is from Florida any damn way. So you probably was out with your little homeboys. Did Greg Roman come to this party too? Because all of y'all was drunk when you came to the stu- Did you get off the bus? Did you get off the bus? Okay, did they get off the bus, Glenn? I just don't feel like they got off the bus. I, look, I, there is a lot. I will wonder what this game looks like if, say, Sammy Watkins catches a touchdown at the beginning of the game. I will wonder what this game looks like if things go their way to start things off. And that's why – Probably. Like, we're doing a lot of macro but they did versus- nothing. they did nothing to make it go their way, um, and that's um. my problem. Why did you continue to – why was your offense continuously playing on the defense? Why did you not find ways to adjust? You did nothing to adjust. Nothing. They didn't move the pocket. As the pressure was coming, they did nothing to move the pocket. They did nothing. Lamar was he's going to throw an interception here at the end of the game just to, to, to give it um, uh, one final glorious embarrassment uh, for the evening. But they did nothing as the night went on, and, and it was insane. I mean, it was insane. Now, again, part of the problem is they can't run the ball, right? Like, that's part of the problem. That's they a can't big run the problem. Ball. It's, a, it's, a, it's a massive it's not, problem. I don't think it's part. It's I a think massive, it's a, a big well, problem. Yeah, it's a massive <laughs> problem they, that they can't – that their offensive line had a terrible night tonight. I mean, look, Bradley, 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 Bradley Bozeman has played well larger this season. The snaps were terrible tonight. I mean, it was there was nothing good happening tonight. There nothing was, good happened. This was bad upon bad upon bad upon bad upon bad upon bad upon bad. I mean, even Sam Cook didn't have a good night tonight. I mean, it was – it was bad times. Uh, Justin Tucker missed a kick. Everything about me. this was a miserable, miserable night, which goes back to the thing where, like, I, this to me doesn't define who this team is. It's bad, and it reflects a lot of the problems that you brought up, Rita. Like, they all were on display tonight, no question. But I don't think that this is – I see people on there like, they're not going to win. Uh, they, they're going to finish 8-9. and nine. Like, come on, man. This is not the so they're so y'all want to believe that they're only going to win two more right. games like down this, the stretch. That's this, crazy. This is this is not the story of the Ravens. What happened tonight? But it's a reflection of the problems of the Ravens. They've been able to mask mm-hmm. until this point in the season. They have been able to get away with a number of things to this point in the year, and it was always a lot to think that none of that would ever come back to bite them. Now, did we expect it to come back and bite them against the Dolphins? Of course, we didn't. But it was gonna come back and bite him at some point. Can it be solved? That's the that that's the way bigger question, because every team's watching this and saying the Ravens are ripe. 
Like, we, we know they can't run the ball. We don't have to respect that. We can spread the defense out because of it and take away what Lamar Jackson wants to do as a runner because we don't have to worry. We are happy to say, hand the ball off to your running back. We think that's a good outcome on this play. And so that spreads the defense out. That allows them to neutralize things. And then tonight, combine that with, and you can't let them off the hook, Sammy Watkins, two horrendous, horrendous moments tonight. Not as bad as the Ravens played. He has an opportunity to go catch a touchdown, and then he leaves the ball in the middle of the field that turns into six points the other way. That's a massive swing in the course of this game. And you don't want to, because there are so many bigger problems, you don't want to acknowledge that. What was the final score, 22 to 10? I mean, I'm not a math expert, but if they get that touchdown and the extra point, that smells like seven points to me. And then the other way down, where he puts the ball on the ground, then it turns into a touchdown, that smells like six more. That smells like a difference of 13 points. Now, again, there's still problems. If the Ravens won this game 23 to 22, we would have said there were problems, right? Like, I'm not... I guess it would have made it 17-16. We would have said there were problems. I'm not trying to dismiss it all, but you have to identify all of these things. Why was Sammy Watkins getting more opportunities on the field than Rashad Bateman was? That I'll never – all you see from Rashad Bateman is, boy, you like – Productivity. It, correct. And yet you want to try to get, I guess, Sammy involved because he's been out for a couple of weeks. I don't give a damn about any of that. Nope. Rashad Bateman has proven that he – He's the dude. He needs to get more catches on this offense. He is probably right now the most consistent player outside of DuVernay, and, and, and I'll say Andrews as well, um, in pass catching because, once again, Mr. Brown was not Hollywood Brown. He was Dundalk Brown. Stagsville Brown. And he, no, I say Dundalk because – I think if, it's worse. I think if you've been to Dundalk, you know what it smells yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, I, I know hey, that, but a I, little I, stinky. But so he's a little, he was a little stinky I'm today. I'm convinced that the grossest sounding name of a town in this city. I mean, state it, is it does say, it does sound disgusting, but awful. but Dundalk smells I hear, worse. I hear you. So I, 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 I don't know which brown we're getting from week to week. And, and so last week we had Hollywood. Today we had Skaggsville Dundalk Brown. And I, I don't, you know, so – what is it that you felt like you had to give Sammy Watkins the ball and take the ball out of Rashard Bateman's hands? I don't understand. What was it that you felt like you didn't have to do some up-tempo changing and some consistent max protection until late into the game? What was it that you felt like you didn't need to make any real adjustments until you felt like, oh, my God, there's a real possibility that we're going to lose this football game because we're starting to run out of time? That is the stuff that I do not understand, that I feel like in weeks past they have have adjusted and for whatever reason today is it because you think that the Dolphins aren't good is it I don't know like I would love somebody to explain that to us what took you so long to finally start doing things to put yourselves in position to move the balls down the field now you did have that one um rough in the passive that was questionable the other one wasn't questionable no. I think that that's fair no. the second one yes I do think that that's mm-hmm. if he I don't care though because Lamar doesn't get those types right. of calls right. it is what it is right? right all right fine the refs helped you whatever but then in that same drive you started to move the ball you started to have some up tempo what why did you not do that a whole quarter earlier to try to get your offense moving into a game that they had a potential to lose because you decided that you didn't want to get off the damn bus I don't have the answer. 
Rita, I don't have the I answer. I mean, obviously, these are rhetorical questions. Yeah. And I would love no, somebody it's, to it's ask. It's incredibly fair. I would love somebody to ask these questions. And I just don't. These these are the questions that, that, that need answers. Because how is it that me and you are sitting here on the couch, well, in chairs, and we can see that, that things need to be. I, how, how long was I calling for them to make up no, tempo plays, Glenn? No, you time you got here. How, like, yeah, literally. Right. And I got here in the third quarter. I literally got here after I your know. halftime show. And they waited to the middle or, or seven, eight minutes into the damn fourth quarter to make it happen. It makes no sense to me why you let the Miami Dolphins, the two and seven Miami Miami Dolphins, play around with you. It makes no I got sense. Nothing. Rita, I got nothing. None. I got nothing. Let's get to some comments. Project Game Day postgame show is brought to you by Glory Days Grill. $5.99 chili nachos every Thursday. $6.99 burgers every Monday. GloryDaysGrill.com. Uh, oh, boy, some of y'all. Some of y'all. We'll, we'll come back to it. Uh, Paul from Orlando. Seems like someone involved with the secondary needs to lose their job, whether it be a player or a secondary coach. Wink. These mental breakdowns every week are ridiculous. Um, look, well, man. I, 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 I don't know if y'all know this, but who else are yeah, y'all going to that's, that's Who else problem. are you going to put? Who else are you going to put in these people's place that you want fired? Please explain it to me. Miss, you the, lost to Sean. I get it. You lost Marcus Peters. You don't. I mean, who are you putting in these guys' place that you want fired? Every, everybody was complaining about, you know, Jimmy Smith only getting one snap last week. He was definitely on the field a little bit more tonight. I mean, I'm, you know, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. I, I. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating as hell. It's frustrating. To lose receivers downfield, it's insane. What happened at the end of the game, obviously, is is nuts. And I know everybody's putting it entirely on Chuck Clark. You're expecting a run play. That's his responsibility. But if he moves in that spot, he's leaving the entire middle of the field wide open, right? So I... You don't think he's alone. In, I'm assuming that you're, you don't Correct. think he's alone in the busted coverage in that situation. No, I think it's easy to pinpoint him and say that at this point that's your man, but you're saying to someone who's the only guy you he, have in the middle of the right, field in that situation. Right, he was the only guy left. Right. That, that yeah, you're, you're moving him out and leaving that spot of the field wide open. So, like, let, let's play it into – let's put it into play. If Chuck Clark decides to cover that man and to a sees that right. and wants to do a play action or whatever, yep. and, and he sees that middle of the field open, potentially that's a touchdown. Now, now somebody would say, well, it basically was a touchdown. Like, I, I – it's not a correct. I just don't think it's a loan on Chuck he's, Clark. He's right. not the loan. I think there's a bigger problem yeah, yeah. there. And, the, and also credit to the Dolphins because it was an imaginative call in that spot, right? Like credit to them. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. It was an imaginative play that they dialed up in that spot. Um, from uh, Adrian, nah, they're not very good though. Who is? I mean, that is that's part of the story too. No, I don't, part of the story. but I don't care about who is. I care about what the Ravens are. That's it's all thing. in context. We right? can we can sit here and talk about how the Bills lost to the Jags and how the the Cowboys lost to the Broncos. Guess what? We don't cover those people. I don't care. I care about this team. This team is supposed to be good enough to at least get to a playoff, and they are not. Every week, we don't know what team is showing up. What we do know is that they start slow offensively. That's the one consistent thing I can tell you about the Ravens is that the first quarter is their doo-doo and then somehow sometimes it's usually the first half and then somehow they get the ball rolling in the second half today though was not that story they did not get the ball and rolling in the second half and that's why I'm like well what is what was it is it the short week is what were you doing when you got here because we know you got there yesterday well, and, like and look what's going it, on the here stuff that we talked about this the fact that they played an overtime game that their offense was on the field for what 100 snaps I last week and they had to turn around no practice this week travel to go down to Miami it's why some of this, I'm not, you're going to say I'm making excuses. I'm not making excuses. 
I'm saying in context, in viewing whether or not this is something that I think is going to happen next week against the Bears, I don't know. They're going to have more time. They're going to be more rested. I don't think it's going to be the exact same thing. And I think those of you that are projecting that this is the Ravens now, that what they did tonight is who they are, you're insane. You're either just talking for the sake of talking or you're having a rough night and so you're pissed off, whatever it is that you're saying. We've got a mountain of evidence. There's one of these, of these. You can say they got their butts kicked by the Bengals, but it wasn't quite like this. It wasn't didn't show up. It was the Bengals played unbelievably out of their minds as that game went on, and the Ravens weren't there to match it, right? This is a crap show. This is a never showed up. We don't have any of those. Maybe you could say the Lions game a little bit, but not like this, right? Okay, so I'm going to push back on that a little bit because my argument is that I do believe that this is the team. However, we did not, we have not seen a collective effort at the same time time correct so i this defense has made those same mistakes already percent um and maybe the offense was playing well or the offense was a little bit inept um and then the defense found some some stops and, and made some plays but i do believe that this is who they are i just think that today is the day that they I, all I, decided to all the demons decided to show I, up I, I at think, the same okay. time i think the question is like is who they are a flawed team i think they're a flawed team 100 percent. i think they're a flawed team to the point, I do think there are a lot of flawed teams right now. Now, how many of them are fatally flawed? What I, We're getting into the weeds a little bit when we have those conversations. I don't know, but I think they're a flawed team. I don't think, in the same way that I don't think the Buffalo Bills are as bad as they were against the Jacksonville Jaguars last week, I don't think the Ravens, this is a sign that they're going to lose every game the rest of the well, way. Well, I'm not, nah, I think I'm that's not, I'll never go that far. I'll never go that far. At the end of the day, when you have a guy like Lamar that is playing, he is having a good season. Whether mm-hmm. I, I know what we saw tonight, but that was a collective effort all around. Um, you're always going to have an opportunity to win a football game. I just think that, you know, there. I do think that there's a lot of contributing factors to that. And I don't think that anything that you said was an excuse. And I just, I just think that when you combine the short week after the overtime and you have such limited guys being available to you, you're missing offensive linemen, you're missing defensive linemen, you're missing linebackers, you're missing these these important players. All of that comes to fruition, and in, 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 it, it what we saw tonight is potentially what happens. So I, I would not. I would like to think that after today and they get some rest, that next week against Chicago they'll they'll be pissed off because they know they played like doo doo mm-hmm. against the team that they should have handedly mm-hmm. beaten. Mm-hmm. But you know we'll see how this goes. But listen, I am so tired of the slow. Offensive starts. And today really annoyed me because there were adjustments that could have been made. And some of that stuff was Lamar's fault in terms of holding the ball when, when in some RPO plays that he could have really just – done some things quicker and then some of it was play calling's fault because i see a lot of people saying well fire greg roman this was a collectively yeah. cluster f effort i mean I, the, the all offen- around the offensive line is offering nothing in the La- way of hell the like. offensive line uh, like i said lamar had some plays where he needed to take back as well so yep. um and so and then and then greg roman it, it's not just greg roman although he this is probably one of his worst call games no, of the I, year, no i'm not easily. i'm not letting him off the hook i want to make that very clear yeah. i ain't letting him it off is the hook. definitely one of his worst call games 
from uh, KZ. It's not one night. It's been a month. The difference is this time they couldn't be saved. Well, I mean, That's again, like, yes, th- to some of this stuff it is. But to all of it, to the totality of it, no. Not to the totality of it. They have not played collectively this poorly for a month. Not collectively. They have played the offense, you know, came alive in the second half in a lot of these games. They have not collectively played this poorly. That is one night. Um, Paul, lost the Dolphins. That's pretty pathetic. The defense gives up too many uh, easy big plays, and the coaches don't seem like they're good at making adjustments. Our offense should be unstoppable, but we stop ourselves. Not, I don't agree with you, the unstoppable thing. They'd be unstoppable if they had running backs. And then an offensive line. And an offensive block. line, yeah. That would make them unstoppable. Yeah. Then that then we can have a better argument for it's that. It's miraculous what they're doing, given yes. the fact they can't I, I run agree. the ball with I their agree. running backs. They can't do it. It's miraculous. I agree with that. That they played as well as they played. It's a testament to Lamar Jackson, is what it is. If they had their running backs, if they had an offensive line that could block, maybe they could be unstoppable. But they don't have that. They're making it work on the fly. They're doing their damnedest. I disagree. I'm pushing back on that, man. This is insane. We like our <laughs> expectations. It's and I'm not again. It comes off like I'm making excuses. I'm not making excuses for what happened tonight. But we're getting carried away. We are losing. We're getting carried away because they're, they're they lost to a bad team. So that's that's the what they're getting carried away about. I think that what we're missing though is the fact that the Miami did have a good game plan and the Ravens didn't have enough to they didn't do enough to overcome the game plan that the Dolphins had. The Dolphins adjusted, the Ravens didn't, and that's really what this boils down to to yeah. me. But but even if they did adjust, right, Glenn, like you said, the offensive line is not good enough. Honestly, to really do much and then the and as a result the run game is effective is ineffective and so if you are able to shut down Lamar Jackson who is essentially the best running back on this football team mm-hmm. then you're shutting down the running game as a whole 100% there's no other alternative uh, from Adrian about Greg Roman, he has a bad offensive line and bad running backs. He's not great, but there are major hindrances. I mean, he, was, he definitely wasn't great tonight. There's no debate. There's no, there's no getting around uh, even with those hindrances. Yes. You, I can't. You're not giving Greg Roman a pass. I'm for this not this giving Greg. Re- but I, I just want us to be careful about what we wish for because it's not like he hasn't done well this season. And it's, and it's the absurd. This is the absurdity of the Greg Roman conversation, right? Like it's the. But it's going to happen every time. But but it's also the, the offense does and that's, not and that's, do well. And that's who we are. Is a, it's who we are for whatever reason. And I and I and I've said this before. I don't know if it's like this in every market. It might very well be that in Kansas City, it's the same way. I'm telling you, when I was in Arizona, nobody knew the name of the coordinator. But we are obsessed. We are obsessed in this city. It definitely city. happens in other cities. I know I, I've heard Pittsburgh fans ask for Matt Canada to be right. fired. People do ask for it. I think Greg it, Roman. And I've, I've said before, we don't own the we don't own their jerseys because so it's easier for us to take out our frustrations on the coordinators than it is on the players. Absolutely, because we like the players. Absolutely. We own their jerseys, Absolutely. and so we don't want to talk about it yep. now. We can, let's talk about Sammy Watkins tonight. Is it Greg Roman's fault that a play that looked like it should have been a touchdown in the back of the end zone, Sammy Watkins didn't make an attempt on the ball? Is that Greg Roman's fault? Tell me, is that Greg Roman's fault? I I would think it's to his credit that there was a play that should have been a touchdown. I would think. That's what I would think. And I'm not trying to be a sycophant for Greg Roman. I want to be abundantly clear. I don't think he had a good night tonight. I think he was bad tonight. Your point is is that execution is just as faulty in this game as play calling. And And in some instances, the players just not being good enough. I don't think anybody else in the league is getting more out of Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell. I don't think there's a coordinator on the planet that can get more out of those two guys at this stage in their career than what Greg Roman is getting out of them. I don't think it's possible. I refuse to believe that, and I'm pretty sure everybody else knows that because nobody wanted them. That's the reality. The reality is they were available for a reason. 
They, you can't get more out of these guys. There isn't a next level to it. They're not good enough any longer. They have Their prime has passed. Probably in Le'Veon Bell's case, it's more than just the prime. It's, it's probably just over at this point for him. <laughs> I don't think there's much of anything left to be offered. Um, but, he, but he looked so good last week. <laughs> in moments. In moments, he looked good. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, uh, we're having a night. Uh, Paul, as bad as this game was, as Sammy Watkins lays out for that ball in the first quarter and doesn't cough a ball at the 50, that's a 14-point swing. We just talked that's about that. That's the same thing just, you just, just said. just talked about that. Um, and I hope to God that Prochet has never made an active again just so we can have Boykin and Wallace active. I didn't even notice that Tyler Wallace was active. I mean, I guess he's got a special teams Special role. teams, I guess. I guess that's why yeah. it is. I don't know what the story is. Yeah. There, but, yeah, I mean, I would – Tonight, I would have said, if, if Sammy, I said this at halftime, if Sammy Watkins was afraid of the goalposts, if that was what happened in that moment, is that he got afraid of the goalposts? Or some, people tend to think that he might have gotten lost, the lights. Just something like whatever, it, well, I don't know. <sighs> uh, KZ, the Ravens refused to use the middle of the field the entire game. It was open all night long. Mm, and I have to go did, back he have, did he have time? Yeah, I mean, that's part of the problem. Part of the problem is he was regularly flushed out. And so yeah, they were did he have time? To across their body yeah. in order to get it to the middle of the field. But, like, for example, I know that uh, the Fox crew diagrammed the one play where he ended up, he did it, and, and to your point, Marquise Brown should have caught the ball on the sideline, but Mark Andrews could have cut back into the middle yes, of the field. Yes, they did. They, and, right, and, that was a valid point. would have been wide open. Yep. Instead, and I think he, he, he slipped up. The field he, he uh, fell. Miami was terrible. Yeah, he slipped. Was, I think it rained earlier today, too. Yeah. So, yeah, but yes, he did slip. Uh, the defense was not great, but this game was all about the horrible offense from Jeff. Man, it was, a, it was about a lot of things, man. I'm not. I was about to say, damn, yeah, we giving the defense I, a pass? I, like, I'm putting it, I ain't putting it on one. Uh, from Jason, Sammy may have cost us a couple games this year because of effort and fumbles. I mean, he didn't play for a little while, so I don't. Well, what's the second game? I mean, I got You're gonna have to tell me what other game Sammy Watkins was responsible for. You're, I mean, you'll have to because he didn't play in the Cincinnati. And game. I ain't putting that on all on Sammy Watkins. It's not. It's definitely not all on Sammy Watkins tonight. But now, like when I when we start thinking about you know, when I do slaps in the helmet tomorrow, Sammy Watkins will probably be high on the list because we didn't see much good and we saw a lot a of lot bad, a lot of bad. Uh, yes, Casey, this, the, the most embarrassing part of the night by far was apparently John Harbaugh telling Aaron Andrews at halftime that the crowd noise bothered the off. I mean, if they, I, I have to, I pray to whatever God you choose to believe in. No, whatever no it way is, she said that. No way I he told her that. pray that's not true. I pray that somehow there was confusion. I, I, he said something. I got to believe that that's some confusion. Not, that, the way without, not the way that we saw that crowd looking like, purple. It, there's... I don't, I don't even. I don't even want to begin to fathom the the concept of that. That's one of the most ridiculous things <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. That was so uh, uh, ungodly absurd. Uh, Eric, come on, man. It's clear that Bateman is ready. Let him loose. You Thank any, you. You ain't getting an argument from me. We, we will not be arguing about that. Uh, Bateman, this du dude, this dude is Duvernay. The truth. Listen, when one guy doesn't want to show, when one guy falters, let the, let the other one step up. And that's just really boils down to to me. If he if these other guys are not going to make the plays, then then give it to the ones that are, and that's where I'm at now. I'm, I I don't know what you don't see in Rashad Bateman. I mean that guy, that guy looks like he could be. I, I, I'm doing my damnedest not to be too hyperbolic, right? I'm trying because everything about me says this guy might be the greatest wide receiver the Baltimore Ravens have ever had. Yeah, give it time. I'm like, Glenn. but I get it. However, I'm I'm, I'm trying I understand to I'm trying the enthusiasm. To ease up. I'm trying to ease I up. I get on it 110. percent He my has God. been. He has been. Fantastic in the short time and everything that about we've him. seen him He's play. just a little bit different. Yep. He's a little bit yep. different. Uh, Jonathan, listening to you too, this is nothing new with Roman or Harbs. Time and time again, they seem to check out of games. I, I don't know what you want me to show here, man. The Ravens are 6-3. and three. They win um, the overwhelming majority of their games. 
I, I'm pissed off they lost two tonight. I, I need you to know that. Rita and I, I grabbed the bourbon. Show them. I went, and I don't even drink anymore. I want to make this abundantly clear. I stopped drinking a long time ago. I still drink, though. I grabbed the bourbon tonight. I'm pissed off that the Ravens lost. I, I know that I'm not the fan the way that some of you guys are a fan because of what I do, but I still prefer when the Ravens win. And I had to sit here. It's, it's effing 12.07 in the morning. I got to do a show at 10 o'clock tomorrow. I still got to take Rita home tonight. At one of the worst games. We had to sit here and wait for one of the worst games we've seen in quite a while to end I, just so we can talk about I it. I live in northern we Baltimore County. <laughs> I am not happy. I'm pissed off. But we just say things for the sake of saying them. John Harbaugh and Greg Roman win. Yeah, they do. I, I don't... I, they lost tonight, and I'm mad about it, too. It's, it's And if you want to say tonight, I blame Greg Roman. Fine. It's, it's Greg the comp- Roman stunk it's, tonight. It's the competition. It literally, people are overreacting because of who they lost to, because they should have beaten the Miami Dolphins flat out. I don't care. I got to bring the trash cans in when I get home, because it was trash night last night, and I'm going away this weekend, and I won't have a chance to do it tomorrow. Yeah. And Lord knows, where I live, they might go flying off across the street. I got stuff. <laughs> I lost a lot of money betting oh, on Arizona yeah. State basketball oh, tonight, yeah. and they lost on a three-quarter court heave. I'm pissed. He is definitely not. He was definitely not happy after that. But what are we doing? <laughs> this always happens with John Harbaugh and Greg Roman. What are you talking? They're like six what, and three. What always they don't happens? have a running back. They don't have an offensive line. They don't have an offensive line. They're six and three. What are we doing? What is this? It's emotional. People, I'm fans, mad too. Fans are emotional, and the, and the game just ended. You and I know how to turn it off and have a little bit more logic when it comes to these types of things because we go on air and we talk about it, and, and we're not doing the whole Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless stuff. We're actually having conversations about what went wrong, and yes, tonight Greg Roman is a part of that yes. equation. I don't agree that Greg the six wins that they do have, guess what? what Greg Roman was a part of that equation too Nuts. and you can't take that Nuts. away from him a lot of people didn't do good tonight a I gotta lot pack. of people I gotta go pack I gotta go to a bed and breakfast this weekend <laughs> that I, I don't know we no, can okay, do anything okay, okay. I don't know how to pack Hold do I on. wear nice shirts do I wear cat wait what am I wearing nobody that is first world problems Glenn You're that right. is I'm very sorry. first world problem of you sorry. and no one feels I bad blame, you know what though I blame Greg Roman for it okay. I blame Greg cool. Roman right. for my lack of knowing how to pack right, for my trip this weekend that's funny God, Paul. Lamar throws the ball too much at Hollywood at times. Does he? Does he, though? Like, I mean, I, I saw that he had thrown the ball. At one point, he had threw the ball at his way 11 times. He only caught it five or something like that. I mean, they were throwing on the run a lot tonight. I don't know. I don't know if I agree. I don't know if you noticed. For the most part, Hollywood Brown's been really good. I get it. Like, uh, there were some frustrating things that happened tonight. Well, he's but, not Hollywood tonight. No, but for the most part, he's been really good. I, I would be trying to throw the ball his way for the most part. Yes. For the most part. And particularly after the week that he had last week against Minnesota because Hollywood really stepped up in the second half. So I would want to throw the ball to Mr. Brown, too. I'm not calling him Hollywood today because he doesn't deserve it today. He will be Mr. Brown today. Mr. Brown. Um, but, yes, I would. Uh, why wouldn't you after he showed up the way that he did literally just four days ago? I, 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 
We're just saying things. We're just saying yes, things. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. We're, oh, just we saying are just things. saying things because you lose to a team that you should know, not be losing to. So now everybody's panicking. Uh, Paul, not the rest of the O-line is playing like gangbusters, but I sure hope McCarry can play against the Bears so we can get Powers the hell out of the lineup, need him and Boyle back. Oh, my so. God, Powers was so bad. Yeah, it was not good. It was, not it was good. so bad. It's, it's, it's really sad. It, it, it's really sad to watch. Uh, from uh, Jason, they look dead until the fourth quarter. It's like they expected Miami to make mistakes. It never happens. And, and, again, I think part of the problem, and we don't – going back to the first half, you allowed them to be in the game. Yes, you, yes. You allowed yes. them yes. to hang in there. And then all of a sudden, you're panicked. Like, this wasn't the way this is supposed to go. And, and they're playing like this is their Super Bowl. And you had an opportunity to turn that around very early yep. on because they weren't blitzing like that the whole game. Nope. You chose that path. You deal with that. I have that been asking for you to make some changes literally since the second quarter. Okay. So now they're start, they, they shut down the run. And – Okay, so make it happen, right? Do some things to make some things happen. Run some up tempo. Do the y'all wait till you down, down, down in the fourth quarter down, to decide that oh, maybe it, we should do this now. Street sweeper, baby. <laughs> the whole thing. Casey Willett, exactly right. What's up, Casey? It's good to hear from you. Uh, age old saying: You let a bad team hang around, they start to feel like they have a chance absolutely, and find a way. Absolutely, absolutely. This is why I, I, I'm not. And that's why I wanted again, to blow them. I, the, that's why I, I didn't like the conservative. I, I know that you like the way that they were running the I game like earlier. Establishing the run. But I like trying I, to establish I the I was run. I was against it because I, what I wanted you to not do if it did if once they once they shut it down because they shut it down like right, they li- did. fairly they early. Did, yes. Then then guess what? Okay, we're going to throw the ball downfield, and you're going to have to stop right. us. And they didn't do that. They got real cute and real conservative, those little outside short route crap. And that's what bothered but me. But, Rita, it speaks to me. The four, I, I can't get over the combined third and fourth down before the missed field goal. I can't get over that. On third and eight, you caught a screen to the outside that you couldn't have thought for sure was going to get you eight yards. You're only, to me, calling that play – to say, hey, look, maybe we break it and we get lucky. But if not, it probably gets us five or six yards, and we're going for it on fourth down. If you're and not you going for it on fourth down, you don't call that play. I agree. And that's and that's my that's my problem with that. So why did you get conservative and try to go for three? Look, I get it. Justin Tucker is the greatest kicker ever. Right. Fine. But at the same time, any other time, I feel like you're going for it on fourth and three. You went what? for it on fourth down from your own 36-yard line last week. Last week. So, because so, – And, and Minnesota, I get it, you were down two scores. I understand I, it was a different circumstance. Like, you felt like you had to. And also, Minnesota has a very – it's a top ten offense, right. and you didn't want that your defense to get back but, on the but field. Not, but, but why are you why are you making your decisions based on your opponent? Why are you doing that? But I felt like that – Be that's, who you are. That's, who are you? I felt like that was tonight's game, Correct. though. I feel like that the offense was on the defense literally the whole game. Are you an aggressive team or not? If you're an aggressive you. team, be an aggressive Thank team. You. Let that be your identity. Thank you. I'll never fault you for that. If Thank that's you. who you are, I'll never fault you that's for it. That's it, and that's it. But but deciding in circumstances that you don't want to be an aggressive team anymore? Thank you. Thank you. And they, to me, they were conservative from the rip, and I don't understand it, and I don't understand when you felt, when you saw that you weren't getting the moves that you – I mean, you literally had the ball two times, what, in the first half that I can think of, at the 40. You got. You, I think they punted the ball yep. and, got, and gave it to you at the 40. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Push the damn ball. Be aggressive. Now, any other time you're aggressive and you want to push the ball down the field, now all of a sudden you don't. You forgot how that works and you don't know how to do that anymore. I don't understand the game plan. I don't understand playing down to what Miami's defense was giving you. Make them adjust. 
That's the part I couldn't understand. Why were you playing to them? That's not what offenses are supposed to do. I got it. I ain't got it. I know KZ had a good night playing underdog fantasy football, so he's got that going for him. He didn't, he didn't bet on Arizona State basketball. Oh, God. I hope you didn't. God. Uh, underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Act. Don't let, download it right now. When you deposit up to $100, we'll match it. Just use the code PRESSBOX, underdog fantasy football. Scott, maybe we should have traded for a running back or a tackle or at least picked up the phone for OB. Oh, my God. We, we still have Please our 25 fourth round pick. Please we ain't talking about Odell Beckham anymore. That's That never made any sense. How is that helping you? My God. Um, but, but you know, I said before, I would have preferred the Ravens would have gotten a younger running back. I would have preferred that. You've, I was, you've talked I, about I this was disappointed the whole time. by that. Offensive line help, I would have liked any of those things. They didn't do it. That's what it is. You can't do anything about it now. This is what you got. So this is the team. You're going to make it work or you're not. Yep. I, I would have done everything in my power. You can't force a team to trade you. Maybe the Colts wouldn't have traded you, Marlon Mack. Maybe they said, we think we might end up competing with you in the playoffs. We think we might end up meeting you. And, you know, Derrick Henry just went down. We think we can get back in the division. We think you could be a playoff opponent. We're not giving you Marlon Mack. It might be the case. It might be that there wasn't a bit able, there wasn't a player to be had. It, that might very well be the case. Or the Dolphins might have said, look, we'll trade you to Xavier Howard, but you got to give us multiple first-round picks. And I like Xavier Howard. Don't get me wrong. Nice player. I don't player, like him that much. But I ain't giving up multiple first-round picks. I can't force a trade to be made. I'm disappointed that one wasn't because I think this was a team that should have done that. I agree with that part of it. But we're not talking about Odell Beckham anymore. Uh, Sean, <laughs> that was sad. Agreed. Um, uh, do you think the looks Miami showed at the line confused Lamar and the O-line? So many delay of game penalties and checks at the line. That the, the them getting the snap off with one second on the clock in the first half was was puzzling. Were, first half, they were doing it. Yeah, all they game. still were. You were not wrong about that, but it was puzzling to me what the hell was happening there. That was puzzling, and and, and that a part of it could have been because he was trying to read what the, exactly they were trying to do. I mean, I that's the only other thing I can come up with because remember when they right before they scored the touchdown. Remember, I just I, like I had an outburst like. I literally had an outburst because here you are with like four something left and you're trying to score to keep up with the Dolphins to try to get the ball back. And y'all just doodly doodly do to the line. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Right, Remember I right. had a little outburst because I was like, like what? Yeah. 100%. I mean, what, literally, what and, you, and you're waiting till the very – it's very possible that he was trying to see what their pre-snap mm-hmm. were. I, but, dog, I, that was very frustrating to watch, And, too. and, and I, this is a small thing only. I just remember because we were talking about it. I, I love Rashad Bateman. I'm all in on Rashad Bateman. I just lost my mind You wanted him it. to get but out of bounds. He's got to get out of bounds yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You're not scoring a touchdown on that play. There's four minutes left. You're down by two scores. And I think that that's have, a rookie mistake. I think that he thought that he, he only saw one guy in front mm-hmm. of him and that potentially he could beat that guy yep. and need it. Got to get out of bounds there. Uh, uh, Casey asks, looking at the season as a whole so far, what's the signature win against a quality team? Is it the Chargers? Well, the, the Chargers is definitely their best performance of the season by yes, far as easily. a whole. Who's the best team they beat? We still don't know who, which teams are good. That's part of the problem. Like, when they beat the Chiefs, we thought it was the Chiefs. When they beat the Chargers, we thought it was the Chargers. And then they, you know, they didn't look so great a couple weeks after that. I don't know. I Part of the problem here being we just don't know, and the other issue being they haven't played the division opponents except for the one game against the Bengals. And we saw how that ended. Correct. So, so I, you know, do, do we know that they're world beaters, Casey? We don't. We definitely don't know that they're world beaters, but I don't think they're trash either. They're not this. Right. This is this is one night. Um, from Scott, when Lamar plays, average, this team is terrible. That's an indictment of Eric DaCosta and John Harbaugh. Or the indictment of having 19 players. Yeah. Do y'all forget how many people was out, or do y'all just be talking to be talking? I mean, like, do, I mean, really. Like, what did you want Eric DeCosta to do when all 19 players went down? You just thought he was supposed to go trade for 19 players? I, I, what did you think he was supposed to do? Man, I, I don't. Th- this team literally went, what, 20-some-odd games in the preseason um, and, and winning games. And I bring that up, Glenn, because it is – 
predicated to what their depth is compared to other teams. And so the Ravens felt like they had good depth, which they probably do have. They're a six and three team considering everything. They probably do have good depth. But losing in comparison to other teams. Right. Correct. But losing that many players are going to have struck you're going to have struggles. You just are. Because those guys, especially the ones that the you had a lot of starters that gone out it's going to have struggles. It's going to I don't I don't know how many times I'm supposed to repeat that. You're going to have struggles. It's just going to happen. So I don't know what you guys wanted Eric DaCosta to do when 19 guys went down. That is the whole point of having depth. That is the whole point of having guys on the, that, on the practice squad to potentially bring up. That is the whole point. Like, he can't just go out and sign 19 guys to replace him because if that was the case, then why were they free to begin with? <laughs> they couldn't. They clearly ain't that good if they was just coming off the street. So what they've done with what they have is remarkable, but we can also say – it is unacceptable the that they lost to the Dolphins. It's okay to say they yes. suck tonight. I don't think I, – anyway, I'm sorry. Paul's still obsessed with – no, it's Jonathan's obsessed with what happened at the end of the second quarter. I, I, I'm, I keep – I got to – maybe I'm drunk. At the end of the second quarter, the Ravens got the ball back with a minute and 47 seconds left. They didn't call any timeouts. They didn't convert on third down. Jonathan, here's my gut. They convert third and five. You know what they do? They call a timeout with a minute left. Mm-hmm. And then they still have two more timeouts – right around midfield, to try to go score. They didn't convert on third down. So if they had called timeouts, what would they have done? They would have given Miami more time with them. Yep. There are things to be frustrated about. There are plenty of them. I don't know. We're just plucking things out of thin air for the sake of plucking things out of thin air. Paul is mad about John Harbaugh's stupid look when (laughs) things aren't going his way. It's like he's lost. He's been coaching way too long to have that stupid look on well, his face. What the hell he supposed to, was he supposed to be happy? What the hell was he supposed to look like? Was he supposed to have a grin on his face for losing? What the fuck? Excuse my French. What did you want John Harbaugh to look like? I mean, what does he supposed to look like losing to the Dolphins? Please post a picture and put it on press box Facebook page. I would love or, or tweet me at the NFL chick. I would love to know what the hell John Harbaugh is supposed to look like against losing to the Miami Dolphins. I he probably, ain't supposed to be happy about it. I think I might have made the same face at some point this night. I don't know what the face is, but I'm going to guess I made the same face. He probably just looked blank because he probably was confused like we were. Like, what the hell is going on here, man? We supposed uh, to be, we're not supposed to be losing to the damn Dolphins. Uh, he probably looked dumbfounded. But guess what? I did, too. So now what? Oh, Michael, the injuries caught up to the Ravens. Play calling could have been better. This was complete team loss. Agreed on all accounts. Guess what? Let's that was that was, very, that was One, two, that was the nice yeah. synopsis of what happened tonight. You summarized it well. Yes, Agreed he did. Agreed on all accounts. Uh, Michael, Bateman needs to get, get Sammy snaps. Uh, Scott follows up. Sammy Watkins is who he is. You can't get great play from a mediocre player. You get what you pay for. The, this is a weird conversation we have with Sammy Watkins. I was very down on signing Sammy Watkins because – I I also, like a lot of people, was confused by Sammy Watkins' name value and thought he was a productive player in Kansas City. He was not. He was not a productive player I don't, in any you way You know, I don't know. That's City. not true. He was not. He scored. He had almost 700 yards the year that went into the Super Bowl. He was a productive player I, as a guy that was not the, a, prim, a premier player. That's he, not true. He was a very minimal player. Okay, but City. you try to he say he had no impact, minimal. and I disagree with that. I, he was a very minimal I disagree. player. I, I, I just gave you numbers. Like, what do you want me to 
do with that, Glenn? The, it was he never averaged. I'm trying to pull up the number. I'm, I this was the one. There was one particular number that like drove me nuts in in a Kansas City offense. He's not. He's not. He was never a number one. He's well, not. I, he's not a number two. So I think for that, for what the position that he played, I think that that is a pretty decent year for him. However, that he was supposed to have a bigger role here. I think that is your point. Um, well, the, I think the idea that people thought when they signed him is that he was going to be that guy. His best year in Kansas City, he averaged 51.9 yards per game. And that's okay. It's, well, you said it's he, at one point you said he had no impact, and I didn't agree with you, and it's, you were wrong. It's serviceable. Okay, that's but what that, it is. But, but serviceable is but, – but, but for what he was supposed to do – The Ravens didn't do, need serviceable. Okay, so let's be clear here. Like, let, they I had serviceable. Right. Willie Sneed was serviceable. John Brown was serviceable. They had serviceable. Okay, but what, but I think that we're, we were on the premise of Sammy Watkins having a more expanded role here as opposed to what he had in Kansas City. I think that that, that is a fair thing that we thought that was going to happen, right? I think that's what we thought the Ravens needed. I think that's the correct. We think the Ravens needed. Well, and then they kind of did a step up. Okay, but then Bateman goes right. goes out. So yes, he was his him his veteran presence is something that you would have liked to have had because you didn't have Bateman in the beginning of the season because he had a growing uh, surgery. Right. So. It was effective from what it was. Okay, but then he went out with the injury, and then Bateman came back, and now we're in a space of, well, where does Sammy Watkins go? Where do we fit Sammy Watkins from here? Because you you have Mr. Brown, although today he wasn't a great – you have to know, we have to say Mr. Brown has played well yes, this year. Yes, he's been outstanding. Bateman has obviously um, played exceptionally yes. well. And DuVernay has come out and played well. So where, where do you fit Watkins – in this and, rotation and, and at I this admitted, point. And I I thought Watkins was better the first couple of weeks than he, I had expected but he, him but to he be. But he was, and that's right? what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When he first came in with, with the Bateman injury going mm-hmm. down, he obviously filled a role that we needed. He goes out of the game, he, he, he gets hurt, and now that Bateman has come in and he's played well – and Duvernay has played well. Where do we put Watkins? It you because you still have Andrews. I, I haven't even mentioned Andrews. I, I I know that he's a tight end, but he's a pass catcher. It doesn't matter. So I mentioned four pass catchers: Andrews, Mr. Brown, Duvernay, Bateman. Where does Sammy now fit into that equation? And now you've had a game that you've had in Miami mm-hmm. where you missed a touchdown mm-hmm. and you fumbled the football. I don't know how we go f- where we go from here. I, and you know the crazy thing about this, Glenn? I feel like next week they they still going to try to feed the ball. And that's the problem to Sammy. To me, We're just going to piss me and, off. And that's the issue. To me, Sammy Watkins is a guy. He can be on this team. And this was eternal. Even when people tried to get to the nitty-gritty argument when it came to Odell Beckham with me. Even when they were like, well, couldn't he be better than Sammy Watkins? Couldn't he be? If Sammy Watkins is okay just being a guy, right? Like if he's okay just being the fourth guy on this team, then that's fine. Let him be that guy. But anything where you think you have to prioritize getting the ball to Sammy Watkins makes no I, bloody I agree. sense. I agree He's with not that. not that guy. I agree. He's never been, except for one year a long time ago, and I get think the part of the problem is that one year happened with Greg Roman. So because the one year happened with Greg Roman, I think there's this belief that you could do it, get it from him again. He's not that guy. It's been abundantly clear in his career. He's not that guy. He's a guy. He's not different than the guys that were in Baltimore that we had problems with over the years. So we said we needed better than that. Sammy Watkins isn't better than those guys. His career has dictated it. He's not better than John Brown. He's not better than Willie Sneed. He's that. That's what he is, which is fine. Nice careers for all of them. They've all made a boatload of money playing football in their lives. I ain't knocking them. They're, but they're not top guys. Sammy Watkins had one season, one season in his career, 
And because he was a high draft pick and had one season, we all got caught up in the name recognition. And what we missed was that he not only we, – we were like, well, he was just hurt. That's the only reason. It wasn't just that he was hurt. When he was playing, he was not highly productive. He was serviceable. That's what he was. I like serviceable as long as that's not a guy that you're forcing the football to. That's, it's okay to have serviceable. And if he can come – like if that's the understanding moving forward, that's fine. But you need special. I think Rashad Bateman might be special. Marquise Brown has been special for the most part. That's what the Ravens need. They need special. Period. Sammy Watkins ain't special. He's not that guy. <laughs> <sighs> we got to wrap up. All right. Um, I'm flying through these. Uh, Michael, Ravens offense will need to adjust for defensive back blitzes moving forward. I know all teams will implement that in future games. Uh, I mean, they're certainly going to look to bring pressure. They're going to look to bring someone on block. There's no doubt about that. Um, they got to come up with answers. No question. Um, uh, Brian, Glenn losing his mind saved the program. Oh, come on, man. We were having fun. We're having fun tonight. I am pissed, though. I am pissed. Uh, Josh, I knew you would blow a gasket. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Eric DaCosta. Oh, for F's sake. That's AJ. I'm skipping AJ. Sorry. I don't have, my, I don't have the time tonight. Uh, Brandon, a resident Steelers fan. Guess who might be 6-3 and three after Sunday. They don't have a quarterback. I'm not worried about them. Uh, John Proctor. Ravens have only rarely shown a hurry-up, up-tempo offense. I mean, the, when they've needed to, they've shown it. Like, they've, they've, they've gone to it, and they've shown they're capable of doing it. I think they should have done a little bit more of it tonight. Uh, ah, there's TJ. TJ checking in. Greg Roman needs to go. Yeah, there we go, TJ. There we go. Greg Roman needs to go. That's, that's the solution. You solved all the problems. <laughs> I know Greg Roman stunk tonight! We're all aware. God! I need two minutes. We'll come back in. We'll wrap it up. <laughs> Project Game Day Post Game Show. All good things come to an end, which is the case with Window Nation's best offer ever. You can still get two free windows with every two purchased, plus no down payment, no monthly payment, and no interest payments for two years. But hurry, because this stellar deal ends this month. Cold weather is here, natural gas prices are the highest they've been in years, and wasting energy with old, inefficient windows will cost you a fortune. Get two free windows windows with every two you buy plus pay nothing for two full years call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com tell them glenn clark sent you i love driving my tractor trailer and just like you i just want to make it to my destination safely if you drive too closely to my truck i can't see you and you can't see what's in front of me if i have to brake suddenly our lives can be changed forever if a truck stops quickly, can you? Don't tailgate trucks. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is coming soon to Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Maryland, this is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. 
What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. Pressbox and Great Eights Memorabilia bring you the next Tyus Bowser Show Tuesday, November 16th at Mother's in Timonium. It's also brought to you by Window Depot Baltimore, WindowDepotBaltimore.com, and by Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, Duffy'sGarageMD.com. Come in for Glory Burgers, Glory Wings. There's glory for everyone at Glory Days Grill. Enjoy their award-winning burgers, ribs, and wings, or try our fresh salads, hand-cut salmon, or our scrumptious sandwiches. Yum! Come in for our daily specials every weekday, like $6.99 burgers on Mondays and $5.99 nachos on Thursdays. And watch football on their big screens every Monday, Thursday, and Sunday. Dine in and let us serve you, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and take it home. Visit us at glorydaysgrill.com for a location near you. Glory Days Grill, <laughs> great food, good sports. You got anything else? You got anything else in you tonight, Rita? No, I'm done. I'm done. Done. I mean, we we yeah. Here's what I'm gonna say. I I, I think some people are gonna wake up tomorrow, and the sun's gonna be up, and the day is gonna go on. You're gonna make plans this weekend. You can go do things, and you're gonna realize that you said absurd things, and you're gonna realize that it's one game, and it sucks. It was a terrible game. It was an awful, awful football game. But I think you're gonna wake up and you're gonna say, right, I said a lot of silly, silly things. You believe that? Yes. People believe those things that they say. No, I think three days later. We were talking about this too. We're gonna do the Tyus Bowser show on Tuesday night, right? Like, and I think by the time we get, it's look, it's it's a bummer. I don't want to do a show like. I, I far prefer doing the show after the Kansas City game or after the Detroit game or after mm. fun games. Like, I far prefer that the Chargers game. We got to do a show after the Chargers game. That was great. I far the prefer only, that. It's only been three games where you had to do it. I mean, I understand, but what I'm saying is I prefer it. But like you, I said, man, we got to do a show after this, and you were like. It's Tuesday. It's five days away. And I think we're all going to be a little more reasonable by the time we get to that point. So we'll see you out Tuesday night at Mother's in Timonium with Tyus Bowser. Show's brought to you by Pressbox, Great Eights Memorabilia, Window Depot, Duffy's Garage, and Baldwin. Happy to have them on board. Rita's going to be there. We got we got some things we're going to be doing the last few weeks of the <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, it should be fun. Looking forward to it. Tyus Bowser Show. Uh, we'll see you on Tuesday night at Mother's in Timonium. I'll be back in a few hours for Glenn Clark Radio. Yes, you will. At the NFL Chick on Twitter is how you follow her. At Glenn Clark Radio is how you follow us. Ease up. Ease up. Ease up. We all, we all had to go through it. It sucked. But just settle down. We'll talk about it more tomorrow morning. It's been the Project Game Day Post Game Show.